The Cubs need power. Could Pete Alonso be a fit? Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment. I need the song inside of me. Thanks Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans. Gotta find you. I don't recognize the song. Taking our passion into discussion with you. And all things Cubs. Today's Thursday episode is presented by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms they use for details. Check out Sleeper today. On Monday night, 670, the scores, Bruce Levine reported the Cubs are going to do everything they can to trade for Pete. Alonzo on Tuesday morning, ESPN 1000's Jesse Rogers reported Alonzo is not only on the Cubs radar, but that he may want to be on the Cubs. So as the Cubs enter the offseason and have a clear need for more power on their team, perhaps the Mets first baseman could be en route to the north side. Sam, this is a good sign of the Cubs possible activity over these next few months. I can't believe, excuse me, I can't believe we're only a few days into the offseason and we're already talking potential trades. Thank Um, goodness we are. um, Look, I know this will disappoint a lot of people, but I have a couple of takes on this. I see both sides of it, so I'm going to break it down for you in three, two. Here's what it is. Yes, we'll talk about the power need later in the show and and somebody like Pete Alonzo, what he's going to do for you is if he's healthy and knock on wood, that has been something that he has been able to do for most of his career is play in games and be available. He is a guaranteed 40 home run guy, probably at this ballpark, close to 50. If you don't think that makes your team better, then you're completely wrong, right? I mean, it's obvious you put him in the middle of the lineup and, the the, the the entire lineup looks the same. You keep him at first, you keep Bellinger, and, and you have some real star power and real production. There's no doubt about that, and I'll elaborate that on that a little bit later. My concern, Matthew, is that I talked about it on my solo show last week that I think the biggest thing the Cubs need to do this offseason is get better on the margins, and I don't think Pete Alonzo is that type of player. Let me read you some statistics from the polar bear. Okay. Two outs with run- – <laughs> don't make me laugh. I don't feel well. Right. Two outs, runners in scoring position this season, 222 average. Late and close, 192 average. Uh, uh, tie game late, 171 average. He's not one of those guys. He is an all-or-nothing hitter. Now, again, you put him at first base. You solve that problem. I'm not saying you don't get better, but I guess what I would say is is the Cubs still need to solve that problem of the yeah. margins. Now, the, the, 
the the counterpoint is I don't really think you solve the margin problem with one player. I think it's more of an organizational thing. It's a manager thing. It's a decision-making thing. So I'm never going to say no to Pete, but of course it all depends on the deal, which we'll talk about later as well. I mean, the Jamer Candelario deal, he turned out with all due respect to not help this team at all. And I'm not mad aside at Aside from the first week or two. Oh, yeah, aside, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Great. We didn't make the playoffs and he didn't perform, okay? Can we stop sugarcoating everything? <laughs> right, I don't have to put that caveat no, in. No, no just, there's no caveat. I, I just there's wanted no to hear need. my own voice. Is, is, is Candelario at your place? The candy man. And and but but I'm not mad about the trade because we didn't really give up that much. So it, it was the right. juice was the juice was worth the squeeze. Somebody forgot <laughs> to squeeze it. The juice was worth the squeeze. Somebody forgot to squeeze it. So you know it all depends on oh, no. it all depends. I you know I I got only five I, minutes in. I need a lozenge. Yeah, you you're having some throat issues. Yeah, I need a lozenge. Lozenge. I think it's, it's lozenge. Lozenge. I said it wrong. Yeah. So it's late. I, I get that Pete Alonzo had had a lower average, lower OBP. His walk rate was still okay. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he bear, he gets a lot of barrels, which is important in this sport, uh, something that a lot of Cubs didn't do in, in 2023. And, you know, I think for the Cubs, this makes so much sense, given the power production. Bet at 217. And a clear need at first base, regardless of whether or not Bellinger returns. And Bruce Levine did add that the Cubs would like to pair Alonzo with Bellinger. But they really need two bats of that ilk. So if Bellinger doesn't re-sign, then the Cubs need to be really active anyways, in addition to Alonzo or someone else. Here are his home run totals in his first uh, four full years in the majors, including this one. 53. Yep. 37, um, 40, and 46. You skipped the COVID year. What, what, what do you have? Right, about I, I'm not counting that. It's not a yeah. full year. Yeah, but what do you have? About, what about 13, well, think, 13 and 57 games? I think he like had that? 16. Yeah. He's the only player in baseball since 2019 to have three 40-plus homer years, and he has hit the most home runs of anyone since 2019. Which which is him coming into the league. Uh, right, right. It's it's surprising that he's been around only that short a time. Yeah, he's 28. Entering the final year of his deal. Uh, no indications that he and the Mets are close to an extension in Queens, uh, which makes him a prime candidate for the Cubs or somebody else. And, well, and what makes him attractive for the Cubs is that he's dealt with a big market before. And, and, and I know a lot of people roll their eyes at that. That's a real thing. There are certain players that could succeed when nobody cares. And then there are certain players that could succeed in, in the biggest markets. And, you know, New York, Chicago, L.A. So I, I think that's attractive. Look, I would, I, I would love to have him in the lineup. Um, I think his ability to just, just to have a guy like that, if you have Bellinger in Alonzo 3-4 or other way around, and then you surround them, and you'll get to that with the rest of the guys. It does make everybody else better. And I think the goal right now for next year is to to build a roster. And you know, and I mean this. You know, I don't mean this with a lot of respect. Uh, you know, to build a lot um, a roster that the manager can't screw up. And, and in order to do that, you might need a P. You might need a resign a Bellinger. You might need a Yamamoto. You know, you might need Ooh, a, okay. a lot. You know, you might have to spend a lot of money because, you know, the guy the guy making the calls 
you know. So. Well, and I don't want the Cubs to use 127 lineups. Oh, I'd great. rather them. I'd rather them not. Is that how many they ended up using? Yes. Oh, 127. <laughs> There's 162 games. Oh, I'm so tired, man. Isn't that crazy? Just fatigue. And, you know, can I say one thing off topic? Yeah. Like the Tampa Bay Rays won 99 games this year. They scored one run in two games and are out of it. These three it's game insane. series are so random. And it's right. it's just, it's just you, you really, if you're good, you better be good enough where you don't have to play one of these three game series, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think that's a great, great observation so far. As uh, looks like all four series are en route to to sweeps, and the, and, and, and 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 Corbin Burns has pitched his last game as a Brewer. Wow, well, where's he going? The Mets? I don't know, but he, he they, they don't really like each other after that whole arbitration mishap. Remember that? I remember. I remember. And speaking of that, Pete Alonso said Sunday going. he was upset that Buck Showalter was 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 being released. Well, maybe we could bring uh, Buck with us. So that's what makes the Jesse Rogers report interesting. Does Alonzo actually want to be a Chicago Cub? And that is, you, adds another layer on this. And what do you think an Alonzo extension looks like? I mean, that's fascinating. I'm not giving him like 200 M. No, no. I think definitely like six, like, five or six years, but for like in, 150? In the 150s, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> and remember the Cubs have not given a 200 M contract before. Will this well, be the off season? They do. Well, that, that, that might have to change if they want to keep uh, Cody Bellinger. Right. Which is, which is, we got plenty of time to talk no, about. We'll, we'll talk the, a lot of it. As the team in the Bronx might just outbid everybody, maybe like 220 or something. What like shirt that. are you wearing? This is a Dan Levitard show oh. back, when I, back when I was a big fan. Got it. And uh, coming up next, we're going to go over projected lineup with I'm wearing, August, I'm wearing an Augustana shirt. That that's where Anthony's alma mater is. Oh, very nice. Yes, Anthony, yeah. your your life, lifelong friend. Yeah, and, oh, kind uh, of. I haven't spoken to him in years, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 we're going to get to that lineup. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Can you still hear and see me? Yeah, I can, dude. Okay, I, I went off on my own screen for a minute. Oh, so uh, you look great. That was scary. You can still play fantasy with Sleeper's daily fantasy picks. Sleeper is offering up to 100 times payout for up to eight pick contests. Choose as many as eight players this postseason that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats. Homers, hits, strikeouts, steals, and more. Use promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get it to 100 times Match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms they use for details. Check out Sleeper today. The regular season is over, but you can catch the entire postseason on SiriusXM. On the SXM app, you can listen to the radio call of your choosing from any of the playoff teams or keep up with all the postseason discussion you can ever want with MLB Network Radio, radio on Channel 89. Who can change the score quickly? This is something that Jed Hoyer talked about earlier this week in his end-of-season presser. Cubs really only have a couple guys that can do so. And if you add Alonzo, if you retain Bellinger, uh, we'll see what the other combos and options are as we, we head towards March 28th, 2024. That's going to be in Arlington, Texas. 
uh, Cubs Rangers might have to go down for that. Could be the defending world champs. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's incredible to think about. And Alonzo would change the score, Sam, pretty quick. You know, you're talking about homers that. Yeah, homers. Totals. We get it. Homers. He's going to hit homer. That start with the number four. The Cubs haven't had that since Sosa. Really? Well, I did I it, didn't did look Derek, into that, but didn't Derek Lee do it? I think so. I I'm not really. I oh, I didn't. I didn't, well, look, I didn't fact. Well, check. that's well. No, it's all right. It's only our jobs. I'll I'll get that. <laughs> well, I don't do this full time. Uh, I got it. I got it. I'm pretty sure Derek Lee did that. Yeah, Derek Lee hit 46 in 05. Okay. Man, what a year. 50 doubles, 46 homers, 335 average, dude. He, he had a 1.08 OPS, and he finished third in the MVP voting. I'm calling I'm calling somebody out. Call Bud Selig. Oh, Albert Pujols won it that year. Yeah, he was a feared hitter. He could hit. Man, was that the D. Lee season where he was hitting like 389 in July? Yes. That was fun. I believe yeah. he was on the SI cover, ESPN the Mag cover. And then and then I don't think they've had a 40 guy since, right? Brian hit 39 in what 16. What about Schwarber? I don't think he ever got to 40, but that's what fact checking's for, and I'll do that next. So here, here's the lineup with Peter Alonzo. It's going to be Hap and left, Horner no, at second. No, 38 for Schwarber. Bellinger at first, Alonzo the DH in this uh, combo. Suzuki and right. Candelario re-signed on a one-year deal until Matt Shaw is ready. Swanson at short. Gomes catching no. PCA in center. No, so so great lineup. Um, wait, can you come on? Come on, flash that back up. Pete Alonzo will not be DHing here. Okay. He's coming here to play first base. A guy, a guy like that doesn't DH. Um right, uh, uh, Pete Armstrong in center, maybe so. Then maybe Bellinger moves to a corner spot and one a half or Suzuki DHs. I don't oh, know. I'm not sure PCA is going to start the year with the big club. That that would be my my, right, my big right. take there. Um, so then Bellinger would move to center, and and no, Jamer Candelario will not be back with the Cubs next year. I, I've seen it. Really? Yes, you can mark that down right now. Well, who's going to play third? Magical? They might do like a magical. I mean, he mask. did a nice. He did a nice job. No, it might be a magical Mastro platoon, and then maybe Morel DHs. I, I, I'm not wasting. I'm not wasting any capital on that guy. He didn't hit. And I think Morel might be dealt for for pitching. Yeah, Morel could get traded as well. I also, yeah, I, I like, I like. I yeah, I think I, I like that lineup though. I I, I like the, the course of it. I mean, yeah, I was day, debating Bellinger and center. Now. I like how I like how far down you had Swanson. <laughs> seventh. Yeah, no, put him, hit him ninth. <laughs> okay, come on. Well, he couldn't hit. So well down the stretch, certainly. Yeah. Well, oh, like well, that kind of matters. <laughs> I know. All right, I'm just gonna stop doing those caveats. So. I like I'd like Strowman not to be on the club. Wow, I, you're really strong publicly about that. <laughs> no, I I am. And if he's watching this and wants to come on the show and talk about it, he can at any time. <laughs> he is an open invite. Uh, an open invite. Well, every player does. But well, we might have a Cubs player on, right? Maybe as no, soon as next week. Not might. It it absolutely. It absolutely. We, we should be having a Cubs player on next week. Okay, uh, it should be set up. Um, nothing's firmed up yet, but we have been texting. 
Okay. No, look, I'd love for Stroman to prove me wrong and win the Cy Young next year. I just didn't enjoy the season. I just think 20 plus million for somebody like that. That's a lot of capital. Right. I've used and, that word too many times. There's no need to use it twice. Once was fine. And this middle of the order is just get, it gets it gets thicker. Get Candelario out of it. It's thicker, so I'll have to make some edits to this. <laughs> no, I'd go, I'd go Hap, Horner, Belly, Pete, Saya. Okay, so we have the same top five. At and least. that's all that matters, really. And then and then you figure out the rest. Probably Swanson probably six. Yeah, Swan. Oh, good. Swanson, Morrell, Madrigal, something like that. I, Jones, I, I, yeah. I let me tell you, let me tell you this. Half Horner, Bellinger, Alonzo, Suzuki, Swanson, those six, those are six very good ball players. Yeah, they are. You know, in their own way. I mean, Hap, I'm kind of fatigued by, but he's still a good player. He um, is. He'd be like, great like, in the leadoff spot. Like that, those six guys, you could you could win with those six guys. But again, you're seeing how random it is. I mean, people, I mean, look at the Brewers. I mean, the Brewers, is that game final, by the way? I just don't, no, wanna, I don't I, think so. I don't want to write them off before. Well, and we're going to talk about other possibilities, too. Listen, we were the first on Juan Soto back in July. We'll talk about him again. And the, the Brewers are two outs away from being eliminated, and they were as hot as anybody in baseball coming into this right. thing. It's a crapshoot. Winning a World Series is a crapshoot, and that's why I think Jed's bigger plan is to just be good every year and let the chips fall where they may which i respect don't you i respect a lot of things about this organization yeah i just don't sit sometimes i don't say it enough well and maybe i'll start reminding you of that yeah lebitard <laughs> all right so coming up next we're going to one out away for the brewers i'm certainly not going to do any projected trades i've learned my lesson on that uh but we could go over some possibilities that people have floated out, including the host from our own network. Stay tuned. Sure. Okay, Cubs fans, you may have heard us talk about the free new app just for sports fans called Bunches. Now Bunches is back. Bunches is a new social network built for sports fans. No politics, no doom and gloom, just sports. They've recently released a new scoreboard feature that lets you check live scores in the app and chat about live games as they happen. Go there now and connect with other baseball fans, chat about your favorite team, and keep up with the latest news. Download the Bunches app today, and when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description of this episode. Try Bunches today. Some trade proposals going around for Pete Alonzo as both of those local reports made national headlines this week, including one from our own Lockdown Mets host, Ryan Finkelstein, who proposed a Cade Horton and Matt Mervis package for Alonzo. And uh, we're going to play a 75-second clip of that right here. The one pitching prospect that I would open the door to trading Pete Alonzo for is Cade Horton. So he is the number two overall prospect in the Cubs system. And if a Cubs fan is tuning in to watch this episode or listen to this episode, they are immediately saying we're not doing that. And that's why I don't think that this is a viable situation. But again, you got to give to get. And if you're the Mets, that's what you're asking for. Now, if you're not aware of who Kate Horton is, and I wasn't until, you know, an hour ago, <laughs> he played quarterback at Oklahoma. He you know, pitched as well in his final season, had Tommy John actually at the beginning of his college career, but actually legitimately was a two-sport star at Oklahoma. 
gets drafted by the Cubs seventh overall because he has that much arm talent. Made his professional debut this year, went from low A to double A. Overall, made 21 starts, pitched to a 3-2-6 ERA, had 117 strikeouts and 88 in the third innings pitched. You look at what he did and you put him in a similar ballpark to a Blade Tidwell, and he might be better than Blade Tidwell. He just turned 22 years and years old in August. So he could be the best pitching prospect in the Mets system if you were to make that type of a trade. <laughs> well, Kate Horton isn't going anywhere. Uh, the Cubs really value their, their players right now. And I think you got to realize that actually a package for Alonzo likely may not even need to include a prospect of that high a level. I don't think it's going to take a Lindor Betts type deal, Sam. I don't think it's going to go as low as a Teoscar Hernandez from Blue Jays to the Mariners last winter, which I saw floated today. But I think it'll be somewhere in the middle of those two. But but the possibility of Horton is uh, is laughable. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is from our perspective. But, like, I, I don't think anything that he said was really egregious because – the, that's what the Mets are going to ask for. They're going to ask for Horton or PCA. My guess would be they wow. probably want they probably want PCA back. Jed's going to say, "Hey, I mean, these negotiations, with all due respect to us, we have no idea how right. it goes." But the Mets are going to ask for PCA or Horton in a deal. Jed's going to say, "We're not going to give that to you because we don't know if we can re-sign him, so he's not worth that." And then and then uh, the Mets GM, you got to remember, it might be David Stearns at that time. Um, or president, and and or, and or is it Josh Stearns? I forget his name. No, Whatever. David Stearns. Yeah, yeah. he got yeah. introduced on Monday. Yeah, so so he's going to be very very shrewd in what he does. So he'll ask for the moon. Jed will say, "I'm not going to give it to you." Jed will say, "We can't resign him," and then Stearns will say, "You can." And it'll be an ongoing thing. And most of the time, the, that's why these things don't happen. You know, mm. my my type of guess would be would be like a Canario plus a, another type of guy, maybe like a Canario Casey or a Canario, uh, you know, middle, maybe like a pitcher type of thing, um, which, which yeah. Cub fans would probably think is a lot because you're going to have to give him a hundred, hundred million plus, but like what val the, the Mets want to win baseball games next year. So if the right. Mets don't, if the Mets don't absolutely love the deal, they'll just hold on to him till the deadline and then trade them. So, right. It's 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 not as clear cut as you think. You never know how these deals go, and trying to project and guess um, you know. Right. I mean, shout out to Ryan. I I respect what he's saying. Yeah. What was really laughable ultimately was a proposal with Justin Steele in it. I don't even know where it was from. No, that's, that that, that, that I'm is. Not, I'm not going to acknowledge that. Well, I, I was he, I was thinking a Morell and Wisniewski combo. No, you're living in fantasy land. Okay. Morell and Wisniewski maybe get you like a Diet Mountain Dew. No, it would have to be Morell, Wisniewski, and then like a, a big prospect, like a like a Casey well, yeah, with or a prospect or two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Morell, Wisniewski, and Alcantara is that too much? Not I for me. Morell, Casey. I, I would do. I would do Morell, Wisniewski, and Canario. I would do that. Yeah, I would do that because I don't really think you're losing anything. Right. Um, I don't think Morell really helps you until he learns how to play a position. And I and I like him and I respect what he did for the club. 
Yeah, and we're going to get to that as well. I mean, maybe he goes to third base college this offseason, and he's Ooh. the third baseman for years. Yeah, it better be a it better be a four year university, right? Right, it's not a JUCO. No, that better they better have one hundred ones and you know the the, the Excel classes. Um, right. Yeah, look, I, I look, I, I'm I'm being I'm being dumb on this show. I, you know, a, any any proposal is is legit. Who knows? Um, you know, your goal for the Cubs is to get Alonzo and if you get him great, or if you can get Soto great, it's just, it's very hard to trade for guys trade for rentals because right. you know, the, the, the GMs don't want to give them up and you don't want to give too much up for them. So we'll right. see what happens. Um, I if do the think Cubs the, need players, man. I think that, and, and the Cubs and, and, and the Cubs need to be better when it matters. How about a Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber package? Now, now that now you'd be speaking my language with that. No, we would do a twenty-four hour show if that. Would you? Happened. Would you give? I would give up PCA in that deal. Right. No, I, I would. I'd send. No, a hundred percent. I'd send him off myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to get going. It's been another good show. Um, uh, interesting I, I don't shows think, I, this week. I, I don't like my performance on this show. I apologize. I was too I condescending. I won't be here on Friday. Oh, great. I will be. Maybe we'll do 20 uh, minutes on New Girl. Yeah. I, 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 not to do production on the air, but maybe, uh, maybe we take some live chats. If you, I don't know if you wanted to go live Thursday I was gonna, night. Yeah. No, I was going to talk about kind of like the show that I'm watching. Oh, <laughs> you can certainly bring up some shows. No. Yeah. No, maybe but, I'll go live. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe talk some Cubs as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so disappointed there was no FanDuel read. You're starting to go viral with that. Well, I really should I clip that and post it? I should have at this point. I think it's I think it's one of the best bits you've ever done. Yeah, so maybe I'll do that tonight and go get some Culver's. And maybe you could join live tomorrow after the Bear game and just give like a quick like chat. Well, yeah, it depends on what time you're you're going on because I'm going to be uh, out and about a bit. So well, I, I think it'll be late because I got a I got a softball game and first pitch in that tilts not till late thirty. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll come aboard then. So I might not even be able to go live now that I think out loud on the oh, okay. air. Okay, all right. Well, no, we're we don't. We're, maybe and it's we'll like just a, take the show off or something. And it's like a PNC situation where like eight thirty really means like eight thirty six. Right, right. PSA to everybody at PNC Park: start the games on time. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube as we make the push to 7,000 subs and smash the like button to support us. Also catch us on Apple, Spotify, and streaming. New girl on Sirius XM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Pete Alonzo. I mean, Locked On Cubs. I think I'm starting to like the beer.